Thanks for stopping by. My name is Julie, and I just want to welcome you to my podcast. I wanted to share some of my life and experiences with you and maybe have some helpful tips and tricks along the way that will help you find Jesus in your life. My prayer is that my story can affect your story and we can help each other walk through this life, growing in grace and um, finding some help along the way. So let's grab some coffee and talk about it and let's see what is beyond salvation. So today I want to talk about mistakes. God does not make mistakes. And I want to share a little bit of my story. Uh, this is a little less Bible information and more just kind of about me and how I have found some things to work for myself. So I just want to start out with just a little bit about me and kind of um, jump into things a little bit. So um, all my life, I thought I was a mistake. Um, my parents, my mom found out she was pregnant with me and my parents got married um, when they were very young. And so as I got older and found out that, because obviously I didn't know that right away, but as I found that out, I started to blame myself for some of the hardships that my mom went through and things like that. And I know that it wasn't my fault, but even, you know, as a kid, sometimes we don't always see that. And even as a young adult, sometimes we don't see that. So I was, I blamed myself, um, a lot for the things that my mom had to go through. Um, I was pretty certain for a certain period of time that I had was adopted because I didn't feel part of the family. I didn't feel connected to them. I didn't feel, um, that I looked like them and things like that. And my mom and dad, um, they divorced when I was five and, um, and so there was a period of time in my life when, you know, my mom and her family all kind of looked alike, but I looked more like my dad. So I really felt like I didn't fit in. As I got older, um, I found that I was feeling uh, negative feelings about myself. I was feeling fat. I was feeling unwanted. I felt ugly um, and just basically discouraged all around. And those things made me get to the point that I wished I was dead. I literally thought I would be better off if I wasn't in the world anymore. Um, and even in the past couple of years, I've struggled with some things in my life where I've been kind of angry with God because he put me in the family that I was in. And I was angry that he didn't put me in a family that loved God so that they could teach me about God and that I wouldn't have had to go through all of those struggles. And I see families, um, people that grew up in families that were strong Christian families and how blessed they were that they have that really strong foundation that their parents, um, passed that on to them and they had that. And it was, it, it's hard to see that and, and wonder why sometimes, why did I get put in this family? Why did I get the hard family? Why did I get the hard stuff? And they got the easy stuff. And not to say that everybody doesn't have issues and everybody doesn't have struggles because we all fall short and we all um, do struggle some more than others, at least on the outside. But I think that we all struggle with things, but it's always greener on the other side of the fence, right? And I know a lot of the things that I was, that I have been thinking, you know, like if God had put me in a home that loved God, I would not have suffered the way I did. 
if God had put me in a home of a family that loved God, I would have been more successful. Um, I would have been able to have my ministry um, more, you know, grown more by now. Um, I would have been a stronger Christian much earlier and, and even now be a stronger Christian. Um, I would have been a better parent to my children that I would have, I would have raised them in God's light instead of the way I did, um, which was a lot in God's light, but not well sometimes. Um, maybe I would have married differently. Um, maybe I wouldn't have had to have the shame of being divorced from an abusive husband. It's, um, it's a lot to think about. And what I've come to understand is that God put me right where he wants me. Um, he put me, he made me, and he put me in the right home, in the right family, and gave me the right home and the right family as an adult. Um, I'm in the right time, the right century, the right part of the world, the right area in the, in the state that I live in, um, with the family that he wants me to have with the children that he gave me because he entrusted those children to me because they needed me to be their mom. My story is hard, but my story is beautiful because Jesus is in my story and he is there in all of my growing and, and all of the places that I have been in my life. And now coming out from the other side of the hardest part of my story, I can be there for other women who are going through that kind of a story and I can help them walk through that. And that's my heart's desire is to be able to help women walk through those hard times and to see who they are, who God sees them as. I can speak to situations that other people can't. A lot of those people that grew up in Christian homes that have, um, you know, the ideal, um, in quotation marks, life, right? That they that they can't necessarily speak to. I can also speak to people um, that struggle with things that some people might not just feel uncomfortable talking about, right? That they just might not feel that it's appropriate to talk about or, or they, you know, don't understand it so they can't address it. I can tell you how I found God in those deep, dark places. I can tell you how he rescued me from, uh, from drugs and got me out of that world with just a word. I literally was standing there and he, he literally whispered in my ear, this, this is not the life you want. And I said, no, it's not. And I threw everything away and never went back and never had any withdrawals, which trust me, I should have never had any issues from it and never went back and did it again. And that is a miracle right there. And that was before I even came to know Jesus as my savior. Um, I can tell you how he lifted me up and loved me like no one had ever loved me before. I still struggle with um, hard things sometimes, but God is always there for me. He has always been there for me and he always will be there for me. And he is with me every moment of every day. 
I can tell you how I know I will never, ever let go of God because he's been the one thing that holds me together when I'm falling apart, when everything hurts, and when I feel like there's no hope in the world. I can tell you I have experienced God, I have tested him, and I have seen that he is good and he is always faithful. He is faithful to the point of never letting go of me. That he loves me where I am, no matter what I'm doing. That he is always here with me and that he sees me, every part of me, the good, the bad, the ugly. Every thought I have, every deed I do, he knows it, but he loves me anyway. And so what I want to share with you today is that if you feel your life is hard or like that you don't belong or that you feel deprived or it was unfair or any of those things or other things even, I'm here to tell you that the enemy wants you to believe those lies. He wants you to believe that because that will keep you separated from God. He wants, God wants you to come to him. The enemy wants you to be angry with God and think that there must not be a God or that why would God, why would God let me suffer like this? These are, these are definite lies from the enemy. The truth is that we live in a sinful world and that we're not capable of living a sin-free life. Even once we're saved, right? We're still gonna, we're still gonna sin because that is our nature where that's the way we were created and we need God because of that. So, um, because we live in a sinful world, there is abuse, there is hate, there is pain. Um, sometimes the pain is so deep that you can't function, that you, that you think it is the end of the world, but God. In those times when it is dark, reach out to God and tell him about your pain. He wants to know about it. He really does. He wants to talk to you about it. He wants you to talk to him. He has broad shoulders and he can take it. He can hear you um, screaming. He can hear you. He can take it if you cry to him, if you beg him, if you yell at him, if you, um, you know, tell him how you feel. Tell him you're mad and why you're mad. Tell him the dark things. The dark things, when they are shown to the light, become less dark. And he already knows all of it. It's not a secret to him. He knows every thought, every deed. He knows every hair on your head is numbered by God. He knows every single piece of you, every part of you, even the parts that you think nobody in the world knows. And nobody but God might not know might know them, right? Um, but he knows. But you know what? He still loves you. He already knows. And he wants you to come to him and talk to him about it. And not because he doesn't know about it but because he wants to build that relationship with you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Did you hear that? 
He wants to have a relationship with you. The King of Kings, the mighty creator, the God of all gods. He wants to have a relationship with you. He loves you and wants you. So if you're struggling, tell him. And then listen. He will not forsake you. He will not leave you hanging. He will come back to you and respond to you. You may not hear his voice at first, because sometimes it takes us a little while to learn his voice. But the Bible says his sheep know his my voice. My sheep know my voice is what Jesus says. And that means that we do know his voice. We just have to learn to listen for it and to learn to distinguish it or distinct, uh, find it, right? We have to learn to hear his voice and distinguish it between the other voices that are going on. We have a lot of voices in this world, and most of them are not from God, and most of them are to get us to go off the right track. But when we listen to God's voice, we find love, we find peace, we find patience, um, and we find acceptance because God loves us and accepts us and wants us to be his friend. He is our friend already. We just have to realize that and come to him. The Bible says, if you seek me, you will find me. Seek me with all of your heart. Seek him with all of your heart, earnestly and fully. Don't be shy, right? He already knows everything. He already knows what you're going to say before you're going to say it. But he wants you to say it because he wants you to have that relationship with him. Not because he doesn't know, but because he wants to have that relationship. He wants you. So I was going to give you a little example of a prayer that I use uh, to when I'm talking to God, especially in those hard moments. Um, I do try to start out most of my prayers with a praise to him. But sometimes when I'm really struggling, sometimes it's hard to find those those praise things. And all I can say is you're the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Um, and then I say something like, Lord, I know you are there. I need you. I'm asking you to forgive me and claim me as yours. Help me see you to know you're there. And then I tell him what I need. I let, I tell him that I'm angry because fill in the blank. I tell him that I'm hurting because fill in the blank, whatever it is. I just, I just tell him what's going on. And then I try to wait for a few minutes and just listen and see what my heart says. And then from there, if you want to take it just a little bit further, one of the things that I very much like to do is to write out my prayer and I write it out and then I read it out loud. And then I wait and I write down what I feel like the Lord is telling me. And afterwards, um, maybe days or weeks or months even, I might come back to it and read it out loud again to myself. Um, I know it feels kind of weird at first, but reading it out loud is powerful. And then going back and reading it later is super powerful because it reminds me of where I was 
And whatever I felt like the Lord was sharing with me at that point, it will remind me. And oftentimes it'll be something as simple as he loves me. Sometimes it'll be as simple as you're right where I need you to be. Something, sometimes it'll be more challenging, like he will be telling me he wants me to do something or, you know, um, he might even tell me that I have an attitude about something sometimes. And um, usually when he tells me I can take it and I can hear it and I can apply whatever I'm supposed to apply to that. So it just depends on, you know, the situation, but I really feel that it really does me a lot of good to write it out and then to speak it out loud. And also then to just listen and then write out what I feel that the Lord is speaking to my heart. And then I'm able to um, go back and read it later. And it builds my faith because I know the Lord's voice. And I know that when he's speaking to me, if I follow what he wants me to do, then I'm growing in him. And I also know that I am firmly planted in him and I'm not going anywhere <laughs> because I can't, I can't go back to the darkness that I was in before. I can't go where I was. And so the only place I have to go is to look up. And that's where I put my eyes is on Jesus. And I look up every single day. Sometimes I start looking at the problem and I get start feeling dark. And then I have to remind myself to look up again. And when I do, the things that I was looking at that I was struggling with, they tend to fade out a little bit, sometimes a lot of it, and sometimes all the way. So that's the thought that I want to leave you with today. I hope this helps and blesses you. I hope you hear my heart in this and that you um, know that you can always email me. Um, I have the email address and my information, and I'll put a couple scriptures on the, um, the, the main page of the, the, um, podcast. Sorry, my words disappeared. Um, but, um, I love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if this blessed you. I'd love to hear, um, you know, just hear from you in general. So, um, feel free to email me, um, and have a blessed day. Love you all.